0: Hello, and welcome to Six Feet Apart, the show that helps you stay sane while you stay home. I'm your host, Dr. Manuela Powell, and I'll be interviewing other life coaches to bring you simple and actionable tools to navigate life under quarantine. We're living in unprecedented times, and we're being pushed to limits that a lot of us didn't even know we had. Join us to learn how you can use this situation as an opportunity for growth and reinvention. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hi there! How is your presence as an executive right now? In today's episode, I chat with Keith Spiral about how you can be the leader your company needs and how you can leverage your best personal value for your career during the crazy times we're living in. Keith is a certified professional coach who focuses his practice on helping professionals address their unique career challenges through a variety of assessments, coaching tools, and a direct approachable technique. He helps clients assess their overall career trajectory, identify challenges, and plan and execute goals to achieve their desired outcomes. In some cases, career transition is the goal, in others, it is expanding a skill set and ensuring a balanced approach to professional and personal life. Keith also works with retirees to find meaning in the post-career transition. He draws on nearly 20 years in a successful municipal management and planning career, communications background, and work as a photographer to help his clients achieve the life they desire. His career advice has been featured in numerous media outlets, including Fast Company, Forbes, Glassdoor, and Monster. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hi, Keith. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, I think this is gonna be a great conversation such a such a great topic um, Let's start by you telling us where you are geographically and how did the quarantine affect your life
1: Well right now I'm sitting in uh, Chicago Illinois and we've been uh, kind of on a stay at home order since about March fifteenth I think is when restaurants and everything closed so mm-hmm. we had traveled up to Milwaukee right before that and uh, for a for a seminar and came back home and that was that so we've been here at home ever since so we work remotely and so that's been beneficial for us because we're used to it but yeah um you know it's it's different that's for sure
0: oh yeah i i also work from home but i work from home by myself not with two young kids and a husband in the same <laughs> space so things have definitely changed <laughs>
1: I've been calling it COVID casual with everyone. Uh, (laughs) There's a a child or a dog or a cat or a bunny that runs, you know, behind you. That's, that's part of being COVID casual, right?
0: So one of, one of the, the subjects that keeps coming up since the beginning of this pandemic is leadership. Many companies have shown exceptional qualities in this area and many have been a total disaster. So Let's talk a little bit about executive presence during the crisis and what are some of the things that leaders can do to ensure the best results during such a time, not only for them, but hopefully for others too.
1: Sure. You know, I mean, one of the things to be sure that you have good communication and leadership is executive presence, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be sure that you're you're providing that kind of steady leadership so that you communicate the information that needs to be communicated in a way that people are willing to listen and follow. Mm. And if you don't have that ability naturally, that's something that's really important to work on because particularly in the time of crisis, you have to, um, you know, it's even more important to be able to communicate quickly and efficiently and to have people follow and be confident in what they're following. So you see this kind of playing out on uh, on the on the political stages, right? There's certain governors, there's certain uh, governors that are that are really strong and and leading and and setting politics aside. There's others that are far more tentative and far more um, kind of following, and and so you see that uh, ability to uh, create confidence and create leadership ability um, based in some of those skills that make up executive presence.
0: Yeah. And that's that's an important thing because, of course, if depending on the leader, the people will follow. And of course, they might follow either way. But if they follow someone that they really trust, they might go above and beyond. And of course, that just makes it better for not only for the company or organization, whatever it is, but also for everybody else involved Right in a time where things are so hard already
1: right well when you're when you're talking about the nation it's one thing because it can be right. very unsettling to not have good leadership, but when you're talking about your organization or your company, you want to have that good solid leadership that uh, the folks that are working there in the organization trust because you want to have you want to have a feeling of confidence and calmness and security in the folks who are part of your organization mm-hmm. so if you don't have that. Trustworthiness, confidence, and leadership, and steady hand—essentially, uh, it can lead to some unsettling feelings amongst the folks who who work for you and who work yeah. uh, for the organization in general. And that isn't good. I mean, that doesn't—that doesn't result in good productivity, efficiency, and and um, and and happy employees. Uh, and, and you know, you want your employees to to genuinely be uh, happy and positive about what they're doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the things the differences in between the presence in let's say regular times and times of crisis?
1: Well, I think in times of crisis what we see is everything is amplified. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like turning the volume from 5 to 10, right? So if there's skepticism in your leadership ability or there's skepticism in the decisions you're making, it's amplified by, a, a you know, an exponential factor. And so you really have to be able to uh, calmly create that that leadership that uh, that has confidence. Uh, involved. Because if you don't, you're going to have people really concerned and worried. So in, in the time now where we're seeing a lot of organizations lay people off, whether it be uh, law firms or or the hospitality industry, um, you want to have some sort of calm and and driving message. So, so people are clear on what the reality is and you reduce risk as much as possible. So you know that your your management team sees this layoff as temporary and sees mm-hmm. an opportunity to come back and and those type of things where you don't you don't leave your job in a layoff situation thinking i don't know if they're ever going to open the doors again so yeah
0: yeah
1: i think to answer your your question specifically again is you know everything's amplified now mm-hmm. everyone's on edge and and it is very unsettling you know we're going to see a time where we have some where we have some stress just created by this situation, and so it's it's totally natural. And then you know we're going to have to find ways to deal with that.
0: Yeah, one of the things that came to my mind now was uh, my kids' preschool is um, is a nonprofit. They rely a lot on donations, and of course now they 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 have three locations here in Austin. Just one of them is open just for essential workers. And they offered temporary layoffs for most of the teachers and one thing that they did that I thought was amazing was that they kept um, their health insurances So that was one thing that I felt hey this is this is a company that really doesn't have money to spend a lot of people stop paying tuition they're really struggling but yet they were um, they came up with this which is so important right now so that to me was a, a very, good example of good leadership. So what are some of the tangible things that leaders can do in this moment uh, to ensure all these things that we're talking about, you know, being trusty, um, trustworthy, and and just keeping everybody uh, working in the best way possible and not having to fear for their jobs on top of everything else?
1: Yeah, so we're seeing all kinds of things. If you seek out the news, that's that's positive. You're seeing all kinds of situations where people are coming together to serve each other and help where help is needed. And you know, it we are all in in a very rare instance in this country and in this world in it together, right? So you see the uh, the leader of France, Macron, uh, reaching out to try to uh, create kind of temporary world peace at least and, and all of these things mm-hmm. here in Chicagoland uh, in one of the suburbs, there's a restaurant that's serving uh, anyone who needs a meal and uh, no questions asked. They're serving food um, every day and they've already spent $150,000 out of their coffers to do that. And so y- there are these good news situations, but I think that as a leader, the thing you can do whether the news out of your organization is good or bad because the, the reality here is there are some organizations that, that have a lot of bad news, right? I mean, there are there are organizations that, that are no longer manufacturing, they're no longer serving clients, they're no longer serving meals. And so the most important thing you can do is to communicate, communicate clearly and honestly about what's going on, what you're doing to uh, work with the situation and what you're doing to move forward uh, as an organization or as a business to, uh, make sure that you're going to come out of this on the other end. So one of the things that, uh, I talk to clients about, and and we've been talking quite a bit in the last week to clients about is how do you want to come out of this crisis on the other end?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And, and that, you know, that is going to take in into account both your vision, uh, personally and professionally, as well as kind of, um, you know, what kind of commitments you're willing to make. So like you said, the commitment to continue health care for the employees of that particular preschool um, was a commitment and a value that was a stand that they were willing to take. So I think as, as an individual that is, is in a leadership position, you have to figure out what your stands are, what, mm-hmm. what values you have, what commitments you're willing to make, and that creates your stand. And, and if that is the case, what stands are you willing to take right now and how do you want to come out of this, whether it's May first or June first or August first or twenty twenty-one, when this is all over, where do you want to be as a as an organization and what do you value? And I think it's really important to sit down and think about that stuff now.
0: And one point that is important is that because of the uncertainty, which which is always true, I, I feel like I say, Oh, we don't know the future. Well, we never do, but I think right now we don't know. Uh, a future that we used to, which was just the fact, well, I have a restaurant and my restaurant would be open, right? We, we don't know this information right now. Right. So it could be even hard for, for the executives to make those kinds of decisions because, as you said, it could be May 1st or it could be May 1st, 2021. So it's really hard to to tell maybe your employees, say, hey, we're not laying off anyone. You can't say that for a fact because we we don't really know. So it's important to keep that line of communication open and and just saying, hey, for now this is what we're doing, right? But really whenever things change, just continuing to to have that 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 communication so, so people don't get caught by surprise and they can do something about it.
1: Well, and one of the things our business, Apochromatic, is doing with our clients is um, on Mondays and Thursdays we're getting together for something we're calling a five o'clock cocktails during COVID, and it's a an in um, you know an informal way to bring clients and not only clients but uh, just folks who are our followers and and anyone really anyone's welcome to join it, mm. bring them together on a Zoom call and talk about. Um, not only networking, but problem solving and mm-hmm. and um, some coaching. And one of the things that uh, that call was just before this tonight. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was discussed on that call was that we don't know when this is going to end. Yeah. So um, not knowing uh, means that you have to take action now. You have to live yeah. today and you have to You have to do what you're going to do now. So this is a great opportunity, not only if you're in a leadership role, but even if you're not in a leadership role and you want to be someday to work on those skills. And that's, you know, particularly with executive presence, that's something you can work on right now. Uh And uh, you can work on while you're at home. You can work on it while you're on calls and Zoom. You can do those type of things to come out on the other end, uh, better than you. Better than you went into this crisis. So uh, it's good to utilize this time. And by you know, for sure, don't wait. You know, don't wait to see if it's it's May first or if it's May fifteenth yeah. or whenever you can finally leave your your home. Uh, leverage this time now.
0: So, what are kind of the? Do you have any examples of what people can be doing in, in practical terms right now to to leverage this um, personal value? Yeah, for your career and and and. You know, just to to get on the other end better or at least not worse than they started.
1: Well, one of the things that you can, I think that you can really work on is thinking about where you want to be in a year. Uh, if everything was normal, uh-huh. what is the trajectory of the career that you want, and then start figuring out a plan to do uh, those building blocks. But from a career perspective, I think it's a really great time to do things like get your resume together, get your LinkedIn profile together, really start to show up as uh, the person that you you are, and 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 put forth the value you bring. So one of the things we always talk to folks about who we're working with on improving executive presence is make sure you're putting out the the profile and the impression that you want to be putting out for the goals that you're trying to achieve. So if you're trying to get that promotion, you're trying to become uh, in a leadership role, be sure that your LinkedIn is consistent with your resume and that the the things that you're putting out there have a uh, direct relation to uh, your career and all, all of those things, and you have time to pour over those right now. So it's really important. Yeah. If, you, if you want to get a sense of your uh, current executive presence, and I think it's really important to do that, go to enhanceddp.com. That's uh, one of our websites. Uh-huh. And there's an assessment there that you can take to kind of get a sense of what you know, where you're starting from and what your baseline is. And it's really good to do that and then measure moving forward. You can either do an emotional intelligence assessment or, you know, do some other tools and, and work. Um, a lot of times I work with with clients on a personal presence brand to try to uh, develop kind of where they are in their field and what they're, what they're thinking about. And, and those things are really easy to do right now, particularly since you have uh, potentially a little bit more time. A lot of people are very busy right now, yeah. but uh, they're, you know, we, we all have a little bit extra time because we're not commuting. We're not going to the grocery store. We're not doing all these other things. So um, right. you, leveraging that time is really important.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, And, and really I would even add um, learning some new skills. If you have the time, if you not have young kids and if you don't have young kids in your house, you probably, because you're not doing all these things, obviously you have more time. So instead of um, maybe just just decrease the Netflix a little bit and then throw in there something educational, um, which I... When I hear people say, oh, I'm bored and I watch everything on Netflix, I'm like, oh my gosh, do you want one of my kids <laughs> for a little bit? Because I wish I had the time to be learning. <laughs> it's definitely right.
1: transforming. Learning. I mean, without a doubt, you know, online learning and and the ability to do these type of these type of things online now is becoming natural for a lot of people. Um, We see that with clients in coaching as well, um, where maybe clients wanted to meet in person before, they're completely comfortable doing this over Zoom now, and and you can have really you know quite good conversations over Zoom. So, oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. I don't want to discount the fact that sometimes it's good to just watch some Netflix, but uh
0: Oh absolutely. I'm uh, not saying yeah. don't. I just say just maybe <laughs> don't watch seven episodes. Watch right, a little bit right. <laughs> to
1: four. Keep it to four and then do something. Yeah, else.
0: yeah. And and because especially uh we had a conversation here in the show with someone um related to people who are actually looking for a job during a time like this. And we talked a lot about this, like really trying to um, learn new skills or polish your resume, or if you don't, if you're not on LinkedIn, to get in there, or just make sure everything is 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 up to date and all that. And right. I'd even go a little further and just like maybe making new connections and looking for for right other just just to expand your network and and things like that.
1: Yeah. And expanding your network right now is easier than ever because there are not the pressures to have to meet for coffee or meet for lunch or something like that, or or to meet somebody in person. Right. It's, it's, it's right now in this moment, completely natural to say, Hey, can we have a zoom call? And so there's not a lot of pressure. And it's easy and there's not a huge time commitment. So uh, one of the things, you know, we just did a a program for the University of Chicago on uh, LinkedIn and and utilizing LinkedIn to your benefit. But one of the things you can do is go out there and try to figure out somebody who could serve as a mentor, could be an aspirational Mm -hmm. person that you, you know, you could really benefit from knowing and consider reaching out to them and having a conversation now because, there isn't a lot of pressure to do that for for ten minutes or fifteen minutes on Zoom, yeah. and um, you know that could really be a, a that could become a key component in your career five years from now.
0: Yeah, and that's a one important point. on What you said is the 10, 15 minute, not like hey, let's meet for a one hour Zoom call. Right. Well, maybe not so much. But if if you reach out to someone you don't know, maybe if you have any some connection in common, and say hey, I just want to you know get to know you or whatever it is, but really just A short time frame, it's really hard Mm -hmm. for for the person to to say no. If you have something interesting to say in that, please do not say "Let me pick your brain." For the love of all that's holy, because that is (laughs) the worst thing. Nobody wants to pick anyone's brain, that's for sure. But if you say, "Hey, I would love to just you know, I'm I'm looking to expand my connections or or whatever," just just use this time to to consciously and intentionally expand your network because it's so much easier really than having to dress up and go to whatever event and like, what, what do I do here? So this is way easier.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So basically um, I think what we talked about here, one very important thing for, for the executive who is now in a position of leadership during this time, I think the, the main thing we, I got out of it was communicate. Right. I, I think that was the the main quality that you need to have is to be a good communicator and uh, let your team and your company know what's going on and how how things are going. Maybe going uh, doing the thing that you that your company is doing. I don't know, coffee chats or something more casual just to like, hey, we're human. Remember, we're all here. And then we're having dogs and kids getting in the room and everybody knows, hey, we're we're all in this together because we are.
1: Right, right.
0: And, and the other things you can do is um, leverage your future self by learning new things and polishing your resume, and maybe even reaching out for um, a potential mentor.
1: For sure, right? Yeah.
0: Anything else that you would like to add?
1: Well, I think that you know, if we, if you look at the the factors that commonly will uh, be defined as executive presence, right, communication, appearance, and 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 gravitas, kind of, and you look at the things that make those up, whether they be emotional intelligence, public speaking skills, all of these things that that add up to kind of being able to carry yourself uh, in an executive or professional leadership role. Um, these are things that a lot of people, first of all, think that cannot be you know, improved. It's kind of like that either you got it or you don't type yeah. of thing. That isn't true at all. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's very easy to to incrementally make improvements and really shine above folks who don't do that. So it's really important to work on those things. But I think beyond that, uh, you know, in this time of crisis, when we're social distancing, when we're sitting at home, um, these are things you can work on even though you're not out there socializing yeah. because you have a ton of time to think about this stuff. And you have a ton of time to think about what value you add to an organization, to a future position, to a future job, uh, what values you have, what experiences you have that can move you forward. And so take those, take the, take the time you have and really think about that. and and write stuff down and figure out how you're going to implement that moving forward because uh, that's really going to put you in a much better position uh, as you move forward. Yeah. And, and all of these, all of these skills have pull effects on other skills, right? So if you, if you can work on your confidence personally and you do that by uh, you know, I work with a lot of clients. We create personal uh, presence brands where we think about, uh, what value you bring and what experiences and values you bring and you ingrain those in your mind over this period of time. Mm-hmm. You think about them every single day and get that going. You, your confidence improves around that. And the pull factor on all these other factors, like your ability to public speak, your ability to uh, lead in an organization, your ability to have, uh, you know, exude confidence and your ability to do decision-making, all those things have factors that come along with them that have a pull effect. So, um, you know, doing a little bit now and not just saying, oh, it's, you know, we're going to get back to it May 1st. So... Now I'll just wait till then. And we'll go back to work and it'll be fine. Take advantage of this. I mean, you know, if you're, if you're not dealing with a health crisis and you're not dealing with a family member with a health crisis, obviously that kind of stuff comes first. And I don't in any way want to be insensitive to that, but if you're in a position where you have time to do this, go ahead and do it.
0: Yeah. And one thing, once you, when you're doing that, when you're sitting down and really thinking, okay, what better do I add and what kind of, what kind of stuff I want to do once this is over. Also remember that you might decide to change things. I have to throw that in there since I'm all for the reinvention part because this has changed so much in the world. And I think once the whole thing is over, it's not really not going to look the same. We're never going to go back to normal. Um, So it's important to really figure out what kind of things you want to be doing. And maybe it's not the same thing that you were doing before, and that's okay. So one more reason to use this time to really think, is is this, is this where I want to be? Is this where I want to continue being? Because we have this opportunity of this big pause button. So it's a good moment to just reevaluate
1: completely legitimate i mean we see that and i know you talk to your folks about that but we see that with clients in career transition all the time if they if they have one of those life-changing experiences you know they take a trip yeah. for a month or they or they travel for a year or they have a fellowship or they um you know have some moment in their life where they hit pause think about stuff mm-hmm. that triggers the ability to think of yourself differently and think of all those opportunities that are out there. And this is serving as that for a lot of people, because you, know, it is like you said, that it's like the biggest pause button we've had forever. I've, I've been telling folks on, on calls for the last few weeks. Have you ever thought to yourself, ah, oh, I just wish I could hit a pause button, <laughs> take two weeks and catch up on all this stuff. And, and then, and then come back to it. Well, of course you you've thought that before, and you're in the middle of it right now. So take advantage of it for sure, because this is it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it's it's so especially for executives who are always on the go, 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 and haven't been having had a career that was very fast paced myself. Having been a cancer surgeon. Right. And I remember that was the day that I decided to change something in my life when my mother came to me and said, hey, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to talk to you. And she, we had like 15 minutes to talk every day because I used to leave the house at 4.30 in the morning and come back at 8 p.m. to work at the hospital. But she just like, hey, is this what you want with your life? Because I know you're just going, 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 but can you just stop and think for a second? If it is, fine, but I just wanted to you to do this consciously. So I think right now is the same thing. Is the life that that you were having until now? Is that what you want to carry on and continue doing? Because if not, this is a great moment to figure out what is, right? So.
1: right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's things you can do to, and, and for certain, if you have folks that are, that are watching this and want to reach out uh, either, you know, obviously to you and, and if they want to reach out to me as well, um, you know, they can, they can do that. I'm sure the the show notes or whatever will have uh, emails in it, but uh, you know, the, the, don't hesitate to seek out somebody that fits you and that that can help you with this because we don't we don't often do that right we don't often seek help with our career transitions or our life transitions because it's really not something that that people think about doing but um, you know there's people out there who who do this kind of work and and it's really hard to find somebody in your family or your loved ones or, or your friends or your coworkers that don't have some sort of stake in the game and want to, want to pull some sort of string. So oftentimes to have someone who is either professionally a certified coach or a doctor or a, or a um, psychologist to help you with that kind of stuff, it's really helpful. And it, and it does, uh you know, it does a great deal of benefit for you.
0: That, that is a good point. And I had, <laughs> when I, I decided to leave medicine, I didn't know what I was going to do because be- first was, oh, I decided to leave and then I decided to leave clinical. And then I, it was just like you know a little bit at a time. And then one day my my husband told me, "Well, well, don't why don't you? I think you should find a coach." And I was so clueless that I said, "I don't play any sports. What kind of coach do you think?" <laughs> and I didn't know about career coach or or whatever. So.
1: That's, that's one of the taglines that we have for, you know, for our firm is helping people go further faster. And that, that really is, um, you know, we spend a lot of time floundering, and yeah. we spend a lot of time settling. And you shouldn't settle when you spend as much time as you do in your job and your career. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I, I have a, a couple of blog posts and stuff where I talk about this, this whole life synchronization and really f- figuring out what your values are and what mm-hmm. things are important to you and then implementing that in your professional life as well. Cause why shouldn't all of those things be compatible? Absolutely. Oh yeah. And if they are, you're going to be a lot happier, your person overall. So of that's, course. you know, it's really important to take time and work on that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Keith, thank you so much. This was so helpful. I'd love for you to tell people where they can find you.
1: Sure. So, a couple things you can do. You can go to apochromatic.com. Um, that's you know spelled right <laughs> over my head here. And uh, you can also go to enhancedep.com. That's a website that has a little assessment for uh, doing your, do, looking at how you uh, kind of self rate yourself with executive presence. Uh, we do all kinds of stuff. So, we do uh, work with resumes, we do work preparing people for job interviews, uh, we work with coaching and consulting on career transitions. And so everything there is at apochromatic.com. You can sign up for our email list. And uh, we don't send a lot of stuff out, but we try to you know combine that into give, giving you some good resources. Uh, the one last thing I would list is particularly during this time, we set up a separate website that's uh, uh, it's a separate page called uh, apochromatic.com forward slash COVID-19. And, um, at that site, we're just kind of collecting all kinds of resources that might help people from a career perspective during this crisis. So oh, great. go there and awesome. visit it. All that yeah. stuff is free. Um, um, you know, I think we, we see this as a time that we all have to serve each other to make sure that, sure. uh, we get through this on the other end. So I, you know, if you, if you want to reach out to me, uh, Keith at apricomatic.com is my email and I'd be happy to talk to you.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Well, that is it for today. My friends, if you enjoy the show. And you think of one person or many that would like it, please share with them. If there is a specific issue that you would love to have some help with, you can either leave a comment, a DM, or you can send me an email at Manuela at reinvention.com. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope to see you again. All right. Stay home and stay sane. Thank you, Keith.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. You can find the information about the guests and all we talked about in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about how to work with me, please go to ConsciousReinvention.com. There you can also find the link for the Facebook page where this show is recorded live every weekday. I hope to see you here tomorrow for more on how to stay sane while you stay home. Take care.